right. Well, welcome to yet another episode of Fuck You Friday. I'm your host, Wynn Silverman. This is my co-host, Casey LeBlanc. Um, we are super excited to be able to host uh, Noel G. They trying to hit me, I'm running the race. I gotta pick up the pace. They throwing shade, but I'm gone. You gotta keep it up, box in my face. Taking that gang out of space. It's best if you stay in your place. They hating on all of my songs. Uh, I don't know what can I can say. They throwing shots, but I'm saved by his grace. God is the shoot, I'm the lace. Running around, got me stoned, man. Feels like I'm stuck in the maze. Noel G's in the house. Thank you so much for, for hanging out and. Uh, being on the podcast with us, we really appreciate it, man. <laughs> no, it's all love, man. I just thank you guys for having me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's awesome. I always make a joke. It's when they stop asking for you, you got to worry. Yeah, that's not good. That's <laughs> not good. That's as not long good as I'm all. still being asked for, I'm all right. All right I'm cool. all right. I'm in the all right zone. I'm with it. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So, man, what we like to do just to start off is always have Casey kind of give a little perspective as to what the purpose of this podcast is, because that'll help kind of shape a little bit of the direction of our discussion. Um, so Casey, if you just kind of want to give a, just a little bit of a background and then we'll kind of like to dig in a little bit about where you're from at first and then go from there. Yeah. yeah so fuck you Friday originated back when I was in college and, and it really comes from a, a sporting background. We've had different people on and, and we want to hear your perspective as to what Hollywood is like and how you've become elite and some of the traits and, and things that the discipline that it takes to actually do that. And so the, the origin is, is Friday being a third day of the weekend in some people's mentality. So we're going to ask questions about your life. Then want to extract some of the like really cool things that you've done that maybe you either consciously know or don't, or aren't paying attention to that has helped you become the superstar that you are today. So it, it kind of give us some background, just start, maybe start from uh, where you're from. Where and give are us, you from? Yeah. What's yeah, going on? Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> You guys are very intellectual, which sounds very extraordinary to my external auditory miatus. Henceforth, <laughs> the like, oh, like, you guys are too smart over here. <laughs> no, no, no. That's how much, like, by the way. Dude, he, that was straight up professional yeah, right no, there. He's, he's dude, trained I, for that. I, yeah, he's oh, trained no, for that. You a need long to time. come with subtitles, bro, yeah, so the yeah. hood can understand <laughs> you. You know what I mean? All right, all right, all right. I, was, I mean, I've been to college once. I had to drop somebody off. But damn, bro, you like you want a whole nother page. He actually, so he was in college, but he majored in eligibility. So yeah, it's it's oh, kind of the same yeah, thing. I had it too. Bro, yeah, yeah, it's the all people good. that aren't smart have to pretend they're smart. That's <laughs> what, that's what at I least do. someone graduated. You know, what I'm I graduated, but just on my own schedule. I feel you on that. It's all good, man. But uh, no, I'm just playing, G. I'm just playing, man. I didn't understand a damn word you said, but I'm my aunt. No, I'm playing, dog. I didn't no, either. I, right, right, right. <laughs> no, no. So I I grew up in Orange County, and then I moved to LA when I was about 15, 16 years old. Uh, you know, for the quote unquote Hollywood business, acting business or whatever. So you like, knew when you were 15, 16, this is what yeah, I want to do. What the fuck motivated yeah, you from yeah. zero to 15? Like you just knew like as a kid? No, I or? didn't. I, my, my story actually to keep it 100 with yeah. you was literally a right place, right time story. Literally. So the, the, the way that I, well, I was trying to answer the one question or whatever, no, but just, you know, I, so we're going to try to confuse just, you the whole time. So oh, just get gotcha. out of yeah. right, it's one of those shows. Yeah, right? I don't I care. Gotcha. It's called fuck you Friday. I'll do what I want. Yeah, I'm yeah. mad at you, dog. Yeah, okay. I ain't mad at you, man. <laughs> so no, that's what's up. So I took this boat cruise and when I went out to the Bahama islands, that's where I met this girl that I was dating for a while. And then after that, I ended up on the top of a mountain where I could see this beautiful view, but it was crazy because I've always drove fast my whole life, you know, and I got this, uh, speeding ticket and once i got this speeding ticket what ended up happening is i'm always into fashion you know 
So did I confuse you guys yet? Not yet. Not no, yet. No, no, oh, keep okay. I just keep yeah. on going. <laughs> I, what I got is fast guys, cars and fashion. It sounds guys, like Hollywood to me. You guys, no, no. You guys look like someone put you on pause for a minute, bro. I was, <laughs> you guys were both like, what happened? Did you? Uh, <laughs> right, right, no, I'm playing. I'm, no, you confused me. I'm confusing you, dog. Uh, you got to ask a question. To get I don't even back, know where I am. Right we're right just going to talk about a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, let's get after it. That's all, <laughs> I ain't mad at you, dog. That's the type of Friday we're having, bro. We're drunk without the drink. That's what's up. speak for yourself but that's yes. when you know you got some good stuff okay yeah. you started early all right you put beer in your corn i did flakes. i did i know I, I could look at you yeah i could look at you yeah it makes sense now it's all coming together now it's that's all right. coming together that's right. this is the show that exposes everything oh, yeah, God. Exactly. i don't know if we have enough time i yeah. got you <laughs> it's all love i'm with it i'm with it all, all right, right so you got to hollywood when you were 15 or was this still a cruise or are you on the top of a mountain speeding tickets and fashion i was just playing you guys keep up bro good you guys are human recorders. All right. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. No, I literally, it was a right place, right time story. Um, I was living with this girl. I was homeless at the time and she wanted to be an actress, Hollywood model and the whole deal. I never thought a day about it. I was, you know, living the street life at the time. I never even thought that I could be on TV. Like that never even crossed my mind. At that time, all I was thinking was how I'm going to live and eat. That's pretty much all that was on my mind, you know? So I move in with this girl, and uh, one day she asked me to move. I, I mean, one day she asked me to go with her to an acting class. And her family took me in or whatever. And I always thought that if I didn't go to this acting class with her, I always thought that, like, You're she would get, that you, that she'd get mad yeah. at me and I'm it, back on the duty. street. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I did everything to keep this girl happy sure. so I could continue to have a roof over my head because I knew what homeless was. Yeah. Yeah. And I was homeless for two years, in between 13 and the ages of 15. So what ended up happening was I went with her to this acting class to fast forward the story, literally right place, right time. And I'm just keeping it 100. I just keep it yeah. real. I uh, went inside the class and I thought everybody was like dorks and nerds. So I started talking mess and I just started, you know, acting a class clown. There was a producer who was sitting in class at that time. who was scouting out talent. He comes up to me after the class and he said, oh, you want to be on a Taco Bell commercial? You're kind of funny. And I was like, oh, because I'm Mexican, huh? What's yeah, up? Was well, you no, kidding, yeah, was he profiling? I know, straight up. Couldn't get any more racist, right? <laughs> so, you're Mexican? Mexican. Taco Bell. Mexican, you're Italian. Mexican. Yeah, yeah. You're Mexican, so, Italian, okay. Yeah, yeah. My dad's Italian, mom's Mexican. So what ends up happening was I did this, uh, and I thought he was on some BS, whatever, whatever. So I gave him my number. It ended up being real. So the first thing I ever did in my life was a Taco Bell commercial at the age of 15 years old, coming in cold turkey, not knowing nothing about nothing. So this is what ended up happening. At 15, I was ignorant. I didn't know about residual income. I thought, you know, you got to work to get paid, work to get paid, work to get paid. I, I didn't know residual income. That, I you know, was outer space to me, right? So when I did the commercial, I kept on getting these checks. And for the viewers out there who don't know what, what residual income is, is when you do a commercial and you work one day in your life and they show that commercial, let's say they show that commercial 10 times in one day, that's 10 checks. So every time they reshow the commercial, you get a check. And I didn't know that at the time. I was 15 years old. I thought you got to work to get paid, work to get paid, whatever, whatever. So all these checks started coming in and I thought it was a computer mess up. 
But I was still cashing the check. You weren't going to say shit about that. Hell no, I wasn't going to say nothing. (laughs) Bro, I already had my story for court. I was going to be like, they were paying me. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. Right? We call that mailbox money. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot of. You call it residual. Look at you. We're starting to have an influence on that. Now we're picking up some slang, man. We'll keep it by the end. I'll ghetto you guys out. All right, cool. So don't trip, man. We'll put flannels on you and a tattoo. We'll turn this whole thing around. If I don't have an eardrop by the end of today or a teardrop, I'm a born to lose tattoo. Don't even trip, if you're going to go F you, go all the way in, all right? <laughs> all or nothing. Don't half it, bro. Don't half it, dog. So um, all these checks started coming in. I pretty much went from nothing to bling bling overnight, you know, to keep it real. And so I called up the producer and I was like, yo, why I keep on getting paid for this commercial? And he explained to me, no, 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 that's right. That's the way you get paid. I said, what? I said, well, damn, I want to be an actor yeah. then if that's how you get paid. Sure. And that's how the acting got started. Was that as you chucked the deuce to the girlfriend? And you're like, I guess I don't need you anymore. Uh, Thanks for the classes. She she ended up having my baby. So, you know, she she there 24-7. she flipped the script on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she got her paycheck, bro. She got me for (laughs) child support. She got her paycheck. Once she saw the mailbox money, she's like, I don't know what this is either. But I like it, too. I like it, too. She loved it. She loved it. Trust me when I tell you. We were happy campers. Yeah. But, yeah, so... That, that's how the acting got started. So to cut the story short, I told him, hey, man, I want to be an actor if that's how you get paid. So here's what I can honestly say. When I first got into acting, I'm going to keep it 100. I got into it for the money because I never made so much money so damn quickly. Sure. But legally. As I, legally. Legally yeah. also as well, yeah. which was, yeah, on top of my yeah, street pharmacy money. So yeah. what ended up happening was when I, when I, when I got paid like that, I, I was like, yeah, I want to be an actor. And it was funny because um, he introduced me to, oh, but here's, here's what I want to say real quick, just to backtrack for two seconds, a serious movement for you guys. Um, when, if we can keep it serious on this show, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. we're we going to go for it. We're going to go for it. We're going to try. We're going to try. We have we have range. We have we, range, yeah. right? Yeah. Right Is that now? what they call that in acting? You have to have range? Right <laughs> now. Baskin Robbins, 31 Flavors. Yeah. Right now, you're about to hear some crickets, right? Yeah. No, but um, what I can honestly say is when I started off in the acting business, I can honestly say that I got into it for the money. But as I started doing it, it became a real passion of mine. Mm. The reason why I love this job so much and why it's so fun is because, number one, I get to do things like this, right? Talk about a whole bunch of nothing and waste people's time. It's a beautiful thing. And <laughs> He's called that never, his whole life. It's, yeah. it's never the same thing. Mm. I'm always working in a different place, meeting different people. I'm ne- Nothing wrong with the nine to five. Don't ever get that twisted. I never said that. Don't take my words. Um, to each their own, but I'm just saying what I love about my job, it's always something different. I, it's never to the same thing, always meeting, you know, different people traveling. So I think I have one of the funnest jobs in the world. And so it became a true passion of mine. Now the money is just a bonus. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. I wait, just wanted that one serious moment. Now we could go back to a bunch of nothing. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, hey, if we're going to talk about nothing, you might as well tee well, up that, a That's fine. I, actually, I'm, I'm interested because, okay, you've decided that you want to be an actor. You don't really know exactly what that means, but now you're, you're literally a training. You're going to like a school basically, right? You're, you're training, you're training to be an actor. Is that boring? For well, you, or no, once you do Taco Bell, do you still stay in class? Or yeah, how like, does hey, this work? I've, I've actually, yeah, how, I, I was, I was in class a little bit, um, just kind of getting shaped and polished a little bit, okay. you know. But I didn't go to the class that much anymore because I was already starting to kind of gear off in my in well, in my acting stuff. How, or how much? But how much, from your perspective, how much does uh, does an actor's talent versus development of a skill? play in terms of success like well do you have to work on your trade in a way or is it just natural you're naturally talented and charismatic like what what the fuck wins 
Well, well, no one, you know, can teach personality. Your personality yeah. is what your personality is. But, um, you know, and I take no credit for this. I heard one of my real good friends uh, say this, Emilio Rivera, uh, shout out to you. Uh, he said, you know, you, you can't teach us how to act what I lived. You get what I'm saying? So, and it was crazy because when I told the producer guy, like, this is how you get paid. Like, what? Like, I want to be an actor. He hooked me up with a manager friend of his. So when I went to go meet this manager guy, I came in like this. Like, I don't know nothing from yeah. nothing. I'm walking in like, what's up? Like, I don't know scratch from scratch. And he's like, I like you, man. I'm going to send you out on some stuff, you know? And everything he sent me out on was Gangster 1, Trigger, yeah. Cholo 2. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dog, I thought I was here to act. This is how I am in real life. <laughs> and that's just how it kind of It's interesting, off. though, though, because from what I've read, I mean, that you were a little bit frustrated in the beginning of your career because you were, in a way, pigeonholed to, uh, to the optics of what you're kind of expressing as to who you are, which is what you're saying, right? I mean, you were, you were seen as, like, yeah, gangster, hip-hop. Not, not, like not in the beginning of my career because, mm. you know, someone has to play the bad guy, whatever. As you go on in the career and you start realizing with wisdom and experience, I want to play different roles. Now I want to branch out. Yeah. And that's where I started, you know, and I always say something like, if no one's going to give you the opportunity, then give the opportunity to yourself. Yeah, that's great. And so that's what that's I did. So I started huge. producing my own movies. And then I did that movie that you guys were talking about earlier where I played a cop. I had a full head of hair, no mustache, no goatee. I looked like Eric Estrada from Chips. <laughs> it was a whole other. Monson John, whole, baby. I mean, if you can pull out that picture, like, oh, you guys will see something and be like, what? That ain't you, but it's me. So, yeah. Oh, we yeah. will. So, we'll edit that right yeah, on yeah, yeah. 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 So, I'm branching out and playing, you know, different roles and stuff like that because I admire actors who can, you know, go like Tom Hanks or Denzel Washington or Al Pacino or Robert De Niro who can play this and then play that and play oh. that. Um, even another one, Joe Pesci, like actors like that. So, I want to be that type of actor who can play Leonardo DiCaprio right now, just killing it, you know, with the different stuff he's doing. So I admire actors like that. So we're in LA, right? And I know nothing about that. That was a professional moment of mine. No credit? No, no you applause? Were, no, no, no. Well, no, no there's, are, no, they're applauding back I'm there. Playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. So, so walk us through. <laughs> trying to keep up with these guys. <laughs> Wait, in, in Hollywood, you, you have to audition uh, in the beginning, right? You're, you're trying to get the parts. And then what happens after that is your manager's like, hey, you have this part. Is there... Is that kind of how it works? Can you walk us through the like the how things the fuck that we do you get a chance to even yeah yeah because everyone in Hollywood audition. is an actor right? Well, I went to dinner last night. There was fourteen actors that yeah. were that were bartending. Yeah, uh, right. You know, they, everyone in Hollywood. Everyone in Hollywood. But valet parkers, yeah. waiters, exactly. bartenders, the Uber drivers. Everybody's got it. a story. But I want to know like what what happens on the back that we have no fucking clue. Well, about. Well, now. the first thing in acting that leaves the both of you out is you have to know how to read. Yeah, that, that, no, well, and, and like, you can't look. Him. You can't look yeah. like this on TV. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta read the script. I'm playing. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing. Yeah. La la la. Um, you know it's funny because uh, every actor has a different story. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You can ask this actor, "What's up? How you do this?" Or what's your? And they'll give you a different answer. Hey, actor, what's up? Hey, actor, what's? And you'll get a different answer from everybody. But acting's a journey. You know what I'm saying? Long story short. Um, when you start to develop, I guess you can say a little bit of notoriety, mm -hmm. you still have to audition sometimes, but then sometimes also you get the offer. Sometimes you get calls where it's just a personality check. The director wants to meet you to see if they can work with you, to see how your personalities clash or not or what, to hire you because you're going to be together the next you know, four that, months working on something. So there's just a lot of different ways to you know, get hired. You're, you're wearing a Raiders hat. I mean, that's not, a, I have a little bit of a sports background. It's not unlike a free agent who's, who's proven himself in the league, trying to see what, what team fits. The the team will come and interview you to see if you vibe. Right. So they're, the director's the, basically the coach, right? He's trying yeah. to put together a team that can vibe together. That's going to be able to create the vision of what that, that script is. Is that, 
Yeah, that, that's kind of it. Yeah, the director is the coach, and he kind of decides with the producers, you know, who would be best for the part. You okay. know what I'm saying? And, okay. and it can happen. And I've worked with so many directors that every director has a different style. Is there one that, that stands out to you that you, you had uh, where, where it just clicked? One, one that I thought was crazy, bro, and i never forget this story. So I did a, a cameo on Batman Dark Knight Rises with Christopher Nolan. And um, I'll make the story short and quick. I go to set. I get the part because of Christian Bell. I did a movie with him before that, and he recommended me for the part. They put a cholo in Gotham. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I'm working with Christopher Nolan. And long story short, he never introduced himself to me. Uh, and we did the scene like three times. And that's never, ever happened to me on a set. You always talk to the director before you even shoot a scene. And he didn't come up and introduce himself to me. So we did it three times, and he still never came up and said, what's up? So after the third take, I went up to him, and I just said it like this. I said, hey, Christopher Nolan, man, first and foremost, I want to thank you for you know having me be in your movie. I just want you to know it's a blessing to be here. And I go, with that said, I go, I just got one question and one question only. I said, I did this scene three times already. And you never gave me a direction or told me what to do or anything. And he said, no news is good news. Now get back there and keep doing what you're doing. Sounds, okay. So, Sounds like the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> so I did two more takes. He said, that's a wrap. Go home. Check cleared. I was happy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. So let's talk about some of the experiences you had. You, you've, you've been in a ton of movies. You've worked with a ton of people. Who's been your favorite actor to work with and why? What, what, are, what are some of the things that they do that help you be great in a movie or, a, in, or in a role? Well, I mean, I can't say favorite actor and narrow it down like that because there's, you know, a lot of good actors that I've okay. worked with that, you know, I've watched. And, and I, I, you always, I always say this, man. There's no better teacher than being there. You know, your, your, yeah, your best teacher experience. is experience and on the battlefield itself, right? Yeah. So getting to see a lot of the professionals that I've seen, how they work, what they do, how they prepare – has been uh, crazy and has taught me a lot. Okay, so that's this that's this podcast, right? We're trying to extract right, that. time we get there. Yeah, what later, what yeah. the fuck are elite people doing to become The podcast elite? hasn't even started yet, just so you guys know. Now we now start. Now we start. Oh, yeah. you, you think we're recording? <laughs> I know, right? Punch the clock. <laughs> Cameras are broken, bro. <laughs> oh, they're struggling here. No electricity paid. But I, I think that it's one of the things that we've, we've because we've done this with a lot of really, people that have done some cool shit in their lives, and there's common themes to all of it, in your in 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 your position, being around so many elite people in the Hollywood industry, you just talked about it. They put the work in. Are there some other traits that you 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 can glean, or we could hear about that, where you're like, man, that is just different than the average person. That's what makes you better. Makes you better or elite. Like what what are some of the things, or what are they doing in Hollywood to make to be to be great? Um, taking chances, taking risks. You know, doing things outside of the box that wouldn't normally be done. Sometimes you got to remember like, you know, acting because the camera's right here in your face. It's more, you know, the moments are more subtle. You know what I'm saying? Than uh, theater acting, theater acting, you kind of have to overexpress it and charge it. So the people in the back could know what's up. So you got to overact it. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you're acting on set in a movie and the camera's right here in your face, you got to make it like real life would happen. Okay. So I, I think it would be a lot of that. It's you know? interesting though. It's interesting. This would be like a long speech though, like a long back and forth tug of war because there's just so much that goes into that of, you know, how and why and what preparation, what some actors do, what some actors don't do. Cause I've seen actors who can talk like this right here and then it's action. And then it's like, 
mother, you you did, you know what I'm saying? And then Flipping go right the character. back. Flipping the character and go. And then I've seen other actors like, don't talk to me for the next five minutes. Like, don't bother but, me because but, I have to, you know You what respect I'm range, though. It sounds like with, with the actors that oh, you I, mentioned, you respect range. You expect an ability to be able to pull from experience. I'm listening. Um, and the question I have for you is, look, if understanding a little bit about where you came from, I would assume that as an actor, one of the best ways to perform on stage is to really be able to express yourself and, and draw from a personal experience of which that actor has to feel Come and, on, let's and do an, manifest. Let's, just, let's do an Instagram right now. Yeah, let's no, do it. Let's get no, it. Do it. Live, bro. Yeah, I, gonna I do know. Let's fucking do it. We're ready to roll. All right, this right, is right, right, cool but, shit. But someone out there has to like hold it or something. Oh, yeah. No, to Tony, Tony, come on, Tony, come on. Fuck off. Yeah, let's do this. You got to like, go ahead, G. Yeah, and then... Hold up. There we go. This is a fuck you Friday first. Let me ask that question again, if you don't mind. You can set it up so it stays right there. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and back check. We're going to run it back a little bit because it's a question that I'm going to say. You can set it up or something. Yeah. Well, the point is you like you appreciate actors that have range and and understanding for one where you come from. The question I have is like, look, those actors, I would assume, tend to pull from personal experience in order to express themselves in a character. If a character is feeling sad, you have to draw something from your personal experience in order to uh, manifest that on, you're, on you're, stage or whatever, right? Because you've done so much acting, is that, is where that what you do? From? Like, where do you, where do you pull? You pull? Do you ha does it have to be a personal experience, or can you practice something and draw from something else? Like, how do you how do you fucking perform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I, yeah, uh, but I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, you can you can do both. Oh. There's some actors that do exactly that. They use a real situation that happened to them in real life, and they pull the tears from that. Or there's some actors who can really put themselves in the moment, really believe that they are that person in that movie. And, uh, you know, Heath Ledger being one of them. He kind of went overboard in Batman. Sure, but that's what and that's, that's what, what he did. And Exactly. But I, So I'm just making a point, though. You got that, and you got what, this. What do you do? So me, I do... Um, a little bit of both, man, mm. to be honest with you, you know, because I'll be real with you. Not that I can't can't do it because I've done it already in like three films where I cry. But for me, crying is really hard to keep it real. So I do pull from something that happened to me in real life. And you need to do that at the moment, right? It's like well, there's you, no like salt a, water in your eyes. that You, you can get a little bit of preparation for it. You know, you can mentally prepare yourself God. before you go into action and, and, uh, and do it. Don't worry. Yeah, that was yeah. your that was your cell phone. Don't worry about it's it. It's like everything. Yeah, yeah. It's broken like everything else in here. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's all, the people yeah. are broken. The cameras are broken. Yeah. The lights are How broken. How are we doing so far on Fuck You Friday? <laughs> you guys live up to the name. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's great. Yeah, that's fascinating. That you can just, but you, you literally have to like, Pull from how long does it take to prepare for a role? So you, you get, It takes a while, you know, depending on how many scenes you got, how many lines you have to memorize. Um, you know, it takes a while. Like this movie that I'm doing now, the preparation started from a week ahead. You know, so it it just depends on the role. Is a week character. is that a long time? A week ahead? Yeah, not not really, okay. because again, it depends on how big the character is. Okay. If you got a starring role, I would think you start, you know, you could start a year ahead. Five There's no way to answer that question once again because every actor is different and you can start it just depends on the role. Okay. And and that's what determines when you start and you know, like that. So, so you, I would assume that right now you you're feeling pretty good about yourself in a way, right? You're you you've defined some sort of success in Hollywood, which is very fucking hard to do. What what is your what is your ultimate goal standing here today in terms of like what direction do you want to take? Is there a specific uh, way you want to be seen uh, or from, from the audience, or what what exactly yeah. are you grabbing for right now? Yeah, um, it's not that I'm feeling good about myself. You know, it's just it's it's uh, it's a blessing 
to be able to continue working and be where I'm at. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I always tell people, too, it's kind of funny because it's a lot easier, but it's still hard. Mm-hmm. It's easier because of how long I've been doing it for and the relationships that I've developed. But at the same time, it's still hard in certain areas, you know. So there's always an up and down uh, roller coaster, you know. But um, what I want to do is I want to make movies that motivate people and encourage people and inspire people and give people hope, you know, because I think a movie that touches someone's heart is better than a movie that just entertains someone for the moment, which is cool too. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I rather put all of that into one and have someone have, you know, their heart be changed after watching one of my movies. So that, that's, that's what I'm leading up to. And that's where I'm headed. Are you at a point in your career where uh, there's things where you, you look at it or read it and go, this isn't, it's not for me. Uh, I, I, that doesn't fit the direction I want in my career. Cause I know a lot of young actors are like, I just got to take it. I got every Taco Bell commercial that comes my way. I got to take it. Right. <laughs> like, are you at a point where you, you want to look at things and go, yeah, it's good money, but it doesn't fulfill the things that I want to do. It, or do you still have to kind of go through some of the shit to get to that point? Right, right. No, no. There's some roles that straight up I won't take. You know yeah. what I mean? There's some roles that I wouldn't uh, that I wouldn't do. And I've already done that. You know, I've already turned down a couple of roles that I just I don't believe in that type of thing. Don't vibe with it. And I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And are there are there also people in Hollywood where you're just like. Yeah, that's just not that's not my jam either. I, we're not vibing either. Where you the director calls and you're like, I didn't, I didn't get a good vibe on that. Does that happen in Hollywood or do that? That happens too. You know, okay. there's a lot of there's a that's what I'm saying. Like you know, Hollywood just to keep it 100 with you, we're in the slimiest, two faced, most craziest business ever to keep it 100. Um, you know, but that's in any business, whether yeah. you're. Yeah. You know, working at Target or Walmart. But is it magnified? Because there's ego, right? The egos and the money. Well, I can't speak for everybody else, but, I mean, I would assume, yeah, that there's ego and all that stuff. And the money can get the best of someone's heart sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's like they say, you know, real money comes in, true hearts come out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what Dupree. What Dupree say? Uh, the money only uh, amplify who you are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. the money puts a heart on steroids. Yeah, Oh, That's how you really... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I always tell people the best success is mental health, yeah. and you know your heart being right. Uh, so how do you how do you how do you personally keep that in mind in in your career, or what are some of the things that you do to to exercise that where it's a focus for you versus sometimes you can get focused just on your career or the money part of it and stuff like that. But how do you take a step back and take a ten thousand foot view on your life and say, hey? My mental health is important. I'm going to do this. Or what are some of the things that you can, you're can you actually doing to, to stay true to yourself when it comes to that? So, um, first of all, I never push my belief on someone else. To each their own, no judgment. I never push my belief on someone else. I respect everybody's belief and ways and whatever works for them works for them. But for me, uh, is Jesus Christ. That's what keeps my head level keeps me right. And, uh, I, you know, God is my hero. Yeah. That's so that's what keeps me, uh, you know, are, are there specific traits of Christ that really vibe with you? Um, yeah, there's a lot, you know, if, if you just get to know God the way that I say it, and again, I just, I never push my belief no, on no, someone else, good. but we can, hey, we're going this way. If Let's you, go. uh, if, if you, this is the way I say it, right. I say, don't even start off by trusting God. Don't even trust him right now. Just get to know them. And then as you get to know them, you'll start to trust them. 
And then when you really genuinely, truly trust someone, you'll love them. And then when you really love someone, you don't want to hurt who you love. And that's how God keeps you in alignment. You know, you're, you're speaking, he's speaking to, you've done this twice. I want to, I want to, you probably don't know you've done this, but I'm going to tell you. Tell me, done. tell me, go educate. It sounds like to me, yeah, yeah, it <laughs> sounds like to me that uh, relationship building is big for you uh, from a professional perspective and from a spiritual perspective. Um, and you just mentioned it with God, you're, you're developing a relationship with Christ. Um, and that's very important to you. And, and yet before that, before discussion there, you mentioned, and I just wanted to key off on it just a little bit, that your uh, relationships are important in the context of Hollywood. What do you mean in order to continue to succeed? What relationships are you talking about? Because uh, I always say I'd rather have one real friend than a hundred fake ones. All right. So that, and you know, relationship is so important because I always tell someone like this, right? Let's say, for example, you got a secret and I you do. told some, and you I told someone your, and yeah. you told someone your secret, right? But now your secret got all up out there and everybody knows your secret. That's not their fault that your secret is all up out there. It's your fault. Cause you didn't know who to share your secret with. Mm. You didn't know who to share your personal business. It feels with. like you're looking into my soul right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, my heart's yeah, palpitating a little bit. I'm, I'm I'm did, you, did you research I, I, this before we did? Yeah, like, I'm like, I no, because I'm looking at you too, but yeah, I didn't go I don't back know. all the yeah. time. So, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It went I'm just deep in my eyes. You see the uncomfortability? Yeah, I normal here. Can we take a five-minute break? Try to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm really uncomfortable. No, no, no. It's because your clothes are too tight. You're wearing your little brother's clothes. I got the extra media and all. Flex you got the schmedium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> got the schmedium cool. on. Cool. We still love you. Yeah. Love. Love you back. Give him a hug. Give him a hug. Give him a hug, man. Give him a hug. Oh, oh, go home. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We only have four hours left. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Good. No, we're good. All right, so look, we're talking about relationships. But, Married, single. We're going uh, to pivot. We're going to go in a lot of different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're just going to move I'm single, single right now. Single right now. What's it like being single in it? Actor in Hollywood. Uh, it's yeah. hard. It's difficult. Is you know, it? I'm not. I'm not Kevin Hart of the Rock, but you know, you get you get some funny ones out there. Is that, that right? Come at you. And is there a is there a date is there a dating app for uh for? Well, there's uh, that one that Marquette's on. What's the uh, uh Ray on Ray Ray? Oh yeah, there's Raya? all kinds of okay. dating apps. Man. No, not no, for Christian for, Mingle. Oh yeah, there's oh, I know there's yeah. dating apps, but I'm yeah. saying for, for for Hollywood elite. Uh, uh, get you want to create one or what? We'll start hey, a new we're, actually, we, like, we like doing that. We'll, we'll, start, we'll start a business yeah, idea yeah. and just try it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. You yeah. guys are wild. I <laughs> Why not? We're just trying to have a good time. It's Fuck I, You Friday. Baby. I am mad at you. <laughs> you don't see me, man. I'm smiling. Yeah, but is it, is it tough? Because obviously, you know, you, you've been out there. Uh, there so, so women. No, like, like straight up, like here's the deal, right? So life teaches us a lot, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'll give you um, one small example. You... Relationship taught me a lot because you have to know who you're helping. And so I never forget this. And you learn through personal experience. I'll just share this one quick story. Sure. I never forget. I was with my church pastor one time and we were at a gas station and uh, I was like a fly on a wall. I saw it happen right in front of my face. A homeless guy comes up and was like, Hey man, can I get some money? And my pastor pulled out some money and he said, of course you can get some money. Of course you can. He said, what are you going to use the money for? And he was like, I'm going to get some drink and a smoke, man. I'm going to get some drink and a smoke. And my pastor goes, ooh, that was the wrong answer. Uh, he said, if you were going to get a sandwich and some Gatorade, I would have gave you the money, but I can't give you the money to get drink and smoke. He goes, I'm sorry. Damn. And the and the homeless guy walked away all cussing him out and uh, stuff, right? 
So it was just my pastor was telling me, you always got to know who you're helping and why. Sometimes you can be helping the wrong person. Now, I'll tell you a personal experience of mine real quick. So when I was younger in my young days, um, I, I used to help everybody and anybody get into acting because I was just, you know, ignorant at the time. I just it was coming from a good place and a good heart. And anybody who told me I want to be an actor, I would tell them how to get started, what to do, you know, the do's and the don'ts, how to go about it, the whole deal, right? And then this is what would end up happening. They would go for it. And when they found out that it wasn't as easy as they thought it was going to be and that it was a little difficult, and I put my blood, sweat, and tears into them, helping them out for like a year, even two years, some of these cats. And then they'd be like, man, I don't want to be an actor no more. I'm going to go into like construction with my dad or I'm going to go get this job over here. And I'm like, what? I'm like, gee, I just helped you trying to be an actor. Now you're just going to quit on me like that? So, you know, you get jaded. Mm-hmm. And so and so it teaches you in life, like, I really want to know someone. So I always tell people, before I do business with anybody, I'm going to do a heart check and a personality check first because I want to know where they're at in life before we even ju- because before in the old days, I used to just meet you in five minutes, crack some funny jokes, not even know you and be like, man, we got to do some business together, man. You're funny. But nah, not no more. You get burned a couple of times. It's like you, now, you yeah. know who you're helping and why. And so that's how I help people now, you know? And so now it's funny. Like I even had a friend of mine come at me one time because I charge for acting classes now. And my friend even told me, he's like, dude, you don't care about people. You say you care about people, but you're charging for acting classes. And I'm like, gee, you got to understand, bro. I used to help people for free. The reason why I charge now is because I don't care if you quit or not now. I got paid for my time. Mm -hmm. And so that's why relationships are so important Mm. because it teaches you in life what to do, what not to do, who to deal with and who not to deal with. And I'm not mad enough that I speak very passionately when I talk about that stuff because I just want you to know, you know, where it's coming from. It's coming from a good heart, good place. But these are the things that you learn in life. And, you know, people can think what they think, but until they experience it themselves, I just say good luck to you. And in your class, though, and this is a common theme that we, we run across, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the work. Is that something that, is that a mantra for you when you're teaching these classes too? Like, hey, this doesn't just happen. I tell people all the time like this, yeah. man. I, I tell people like this all the time. I say, look, man, I'm going to coach you. I'm the coach. You're the team. But I'm not going to wipe your diapers for you. I'm not going to go in the kitchen with you and cook the food. I'm going to give you the ingredients. I'm going to give you the recipe. But you got to go in the kitchen and cook it yourself. Yeah. And yeah. that's how I tell people. And I got this uh, thing that I say also. I do a trick question before I start my acting class. I tell them, do you want to just be an actor or do you want to be a working actor? <laughs> well, and what's your answer? Yeah. Let me just hear you guys answer real quick. My answer is yes. But, but what do you want to be? Do you want to yeah. be an actor? Do you want to learn how to act or do you want to be a working actor? It would actor? be both. No, I want to be a working actor. You want to be a working actor. Yeah, of course you want to grind. So, so yeah. here's the reason why, you know, and I'll make this short. There's a reason why I teach like that because this is the way that my acting got started after the commercial. I was dry for a little bit. Okay. I was dry for a little bit. And, um, I was going to this class and, uh, this is what ended up happening. I started finding out that I was becoming a professional student, not a working actor. <laughs> and this was at the time that I didn't have money really to keep up with the classes. I was working, um, all kinds of nine to fives. I was working at uh, Burger King. I worked at Walmart. I worked at Kmart. I worked at Olive Garden. I worked at Denny's. I worked at Toys R Us, KB toy store, List goes on and on, right? Uh, A pizza place. I was delivering pizzas for a place called Pizza Mania. Um, And here's my whole point, right? 
I, I, I went to the acting coach one day and I said, hey, man, I go, you got to tell me how to get a job. I go, I can't pay for these classes, right. bro. And Amen. I never forget this. He said, meet me after class. I met him after class and I never forget this. He pulled out this book and it was called The Agencies. And back in my days, when I first started, this was before emails and all that stuff, right? This is when you physically had to put a eight by 10 headshot in yeah. an envelope and mail it out. And I never forget this. I meet, the, I meet the teacher after class and he shows me this book called The Agencies. And it showed all the agencies from San Diego, Orange County to LA. But you know what it said under 90% of all the agencies in big black bold print? It said, absolutely no phone calls are personal deliveries. And you know what? And you know what my acting teacher said? He said, you know what that really means? Go. He goes, all that means is if you don't think you're good enough, don't walk into their office. Yeah. So here's what I did. I got all my headshots and I marked down all the same agencies from lowest address to highest address on the same boulevard. And I just walked in their office and I said, hey, what's up, man? My name's Noel G. I'm trying to be an actor. I need an agent. What's up? And I had some agents that kicked me out straight up. They're like, hey, man, we don't do it like that. Yeah. As quick as you walked in, you need to walk back out. But. I had some other agents that said, you know, I like your confidence, man. You're pretty courageous. Let me see what I could do for you. And I kid you not, as God is my witness, bro. I went back home. This is messaging days. I had like 17 to 20 messages from agents asking to represent me. I got my agents, started getting jobs. I had people in the acting class asking me, how do you get on a television show? How are you in a movie? Because I found myself becoming a professional student instead of a working actor. So the way I start my class, I tell them, if you just want to learn how to act, I'll take your money all day long and I'll just teach you how to act and, and go and act. I taught you how to act. That's what you asked for. That's what you wanted. Thanks for the money. We're good. That's all you asked for. I asked you at the starting of the class, do you want to learn how to act or how to be a working actor? You tell me you want to be a working actor. I give you the step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, because sure. it's a seven-step course on how to be a working act. And if you do it my way and you do it for yourself, because nobody can do it for you except yourself, you will be a working actor. You will start being in commercials, television shows, et cetera. But like I said, you got to go in the kitchen and cook your own food. I don't cook. Well, if it, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense, right? <laughs> yeah, like you that's say, that's you say, exactly right. I mean, that's a great, it's a great saying. So I, I run a business and, and we get asked in, in some of our, our classes, right, on, on how to be a better CEO, better leader for, for, for people in our team. And so the question is asked, and I'll kick it back to you. I answered your question. It's go ahead, like, go would, ahead. We'll play. I'll play in your sandbox. Would you rather, <laughs> would you rather have a $100 million company? That which gives you a one million dollar net profit, or would you rather have a ten million dollar company that gives you a one million net profit? It's a good one because I'm so ignorant in math and all that stuff. But <laughs> so ask it's the it same, one more time. Ask same, it one more time. same profit, right? Ask, ask it one more time. A hundred million dollar company with a million dollars in net profit, or a ten million dollar company with a million dollars in net profit. All right, so let me tell you the way I let me tell you the way I answer, right? Because. I always try to, it's like, you ever heard the the saying, like, um, I'm going to answer your question. I just want to, I'm, I'm you're giving, buying I'm, yourself a little no, time. No, 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 I'm not buying myself time. I'm giving myself to the setup of why I'm answering it okay, like that. That's okay. Fair. So that's is that totally fair? fair? All right. Totally all right. Fair. Just so don't answer like him and say both. No, no, no. There's no, only no, one no, wrong no, answer. usually the right answer. You gave the one answer. Only one wrong answer. There's always both. You get a little head. Oh, God. Here we go. Hey, we're one and one. We're one and one. Speaking of not making dollars or cents. Oh, cool. One to one. Um, no, it's crazy. So let me tell you my setup and I'm going to answer your question, right? So it's like that question you say, if a plane crashes on the border of the United States and Mexico, where do you bury the survivors? Right on the border? 
No, where uh, <laughs> it depends on where they're from. You don't bury survivors. <laughs> it's a trick question, all right? Okay. So you oh, don't bury yeah, survivors. So 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 yeah, here's my point. Right the I, reason, I need to take a sip of water. Uh, it's all good. Uh, take, 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 drink the whole bottle. That was deep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got both of you. But let me give you. So I want to give the setup. The reason why I asked that question is because. I feel like it's a trick question. So I'm going to go with the one that wouldn't make sense to me ah. coming in with no knowledge of uh. not knowing your business. Uh. Oh, it's so any I'm business. Gonna say, so any business. No, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is I don't understand that stuff because it's kind of a different language to me. Right, okay. So when I don't know the different language, I got to answer it the way that I would answer it. That's why I gave the setup first, right? Because I'm going to go and think about the trick behind the question. Mm -hmm. I like that. So, so because of that, I'm going to say the lower one. I'd rather have a $10 million business with the, and that's the way that I think to show you like, Hey, look, man, I don't know this or that, but I can be taught. I can be educated. And if you teach me the business, take the time with me in the business, I can be one of your best employees. Yes. What, what's your, what would be the answer, answer is right. Yeah. It's a $10 million, $10 million business at a million dollars in profit. You see is, why I gave the answer like that though? Because that's just to show you like, Oh wow. Like he may not be smart here. But he's smart here. I could use him somewhere else. Well, I think it's to your point of, of a an actor or a working actor. It's, it's kind of in, in the same genre. And what I mean by that is everyone talks about the top line, right? I always, tell, I always tell people that are entrepreneurs, I don't give a shit if you have a $100 million company. If it doesn't make money, it's not, it, it's not worth anything, right? Yeah. You have to make money. You have to perform. You have to be good. Like at the end of the day, it comes down to are you executing? $100 million at zero profit is not, you're not executing, right? Now, right. now sometimes the, the monopoly money that they got going on in the Silicon Valley, this is a little bit yeah, different. So, different so you got to carve that out. Leave, you got to leave that alone. But for, for typical businesses, you want to have, a, it's, it's a percentage, your profit percentage, right? And so it's better at 10, uh, 1 to 10 and versus 1 to 100. And plus, Hundred million dollar business. You got a lot of people running. That's a lot around. of work. It's a yeah, lot of work. A lot of humans. More got people, a lot of emotion. Got a lot of managing. Another one. That's an idiot business, though. You don't want to it's do not it. more money, more problems. More people, more problems yeah, in California. Yeah, human capital. Oh, in California too. <laughs> well, so anyway, that comes back too. to less is more. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. that's that's exactly, exactly. right. Okay. Well, it's no quality over quantity. That's right. That's yeah, what I look at us. Look at us now. Yeah, we're teaching you guys something over there. If you're still hanging on this, come on. Yeah, I got. I'm going to start teaching a class. Right. All right. So what else do you do? So you. So you act, you teach, uh, you you teach acting. Okay, first of all, as we're talking about teaching acting, let us can you give us one of the core principles of your class? Like, right, we don't know anything about acting. Um, well, you I said mean, it's one through seven. Yeah, I act a lot. But you act a lot. Yeah, yeah. but well, one of the core principles that I give is this. I say, I, this is what I say, and and here's another trick question for you. Okay, so as we go on, at and least on, I'll right? be on there this one. Yeah. All right. Is is it a waste of my time to tell you step two if you can't even do step one? Yes. There's got to be a trick to this. Thing. It is, there is. So it's got to be no. I feel like I he's the student here. <laughs> like, be the one I just, the, I just, I was just going to look the, him directly. Yeah. Now, and I, gonna, I wanted to peer See, into his soul. Believe, your answer you, is right. If anyways. you answer with confidence, it wins. You're anyways. the one. You're the one that we just take a little more time. Yeah, 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 yeah. No trick. Yeah. We just take I'm a little more time. Books, yeah. I'm the one behind asking one more question. You're the one I was ditching classes. So I ain't mad. No, this guy went to an Ivy League school. I got a 2.4 GPA at that school. Come on. That's well, you're absolutely right. So that's what I tell them. That's one of the core things in my classroom. I tell them it is. It's a waste of my time to tell you step two if you can't yeah. do step one. Figure it out. So if you follow the steps in order, the way that I give them, and you do it the way that it was told, and I'm coaching the team, you'll win. You so what is formula. what's step one? Step one is headshots first. 
And that's all I can give away for free. That's here. Gonna, that's, yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's be tough these, for you. That's one of these moments. Oh, cool. Where yeah, it's okay. gonna be, t- yeah. gonna be tough about. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they need some airbrushing. For yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I'm not in acting. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. headshots is your weapon into the game. Okay. And without headshots, uh, a picture of you, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's your your dead weight. So that's that's step. That's all I can give away for free. That's right. That's a tease. That's yeah, called yeah. A, that's like a drug dealer. They do a little tease and it then they keep come back for more. A little bit. Little dopamine hit. Well, it's like Instagram and the sugars. It's the same dopamine, right? Oh, it's a like another like. FU podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of FU, I think this might be actually a great time to be able to just say, first of all, thank you, man, for being able to hang out here and speak with us about just being elite, your your experiences, your stories are fucking awesome. And I just want to say thank you for taking the time to be here. Um, and uh, Casey, I don't know if you have anything to tell them because you don't, you know, you're really concerned about yourself right now and uh, whether you're going to answer the next question correctly or not. But, oh, that uh, was, he's trying to rap because he's actually feeling pretty bad. He's yeah, I'm pissed, off, he's that, I'm pissed off that I missed the question. He's over two. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm actually, uh, yeah. I'm actually, frankly, I'm embarrassed for him. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are real friends. Oh, man. Real friends. Real friends. Anyways, 100%. Yeah. I, that's a real host that has your back. <laughs> I, got, I, got one, I got one more question and then we'll let you get out of here. Cool. But what? give us something that nobody knows about Hollywood. Something behind the scenes. Just something that's, random that's real in your world that we would have no fucking clue about. Mm. I'll give you one of the best ones. A lot of people know how to do professional interviews and they know what to say in an interview. And you have a sense slash idea of who they are or who they appear to make themselves be, but you don't know anybody period until you know them in real life. Mm. Mm. So I don't care who's out there doing the best interviews. You think they're this way, that way, because my point that I'm making is without naming names, there's some quote unquote celebrities out there who make themselves appear one way. And I've met them in person and they are completely opposite of how great they come off to the world. Mm. And so that's why I say you don't know anybody until you know them in person. Well, you said that too, until you know their heart. Exactly, the real. And and that's why I just want to lead into that. That's the same thing with Jesus. You don't know Jesus until you really know Jesus yourself. Yeah. That's incredible. That's awesome. And and by the way, that's a perfect way to to wrap up. Yeah. And follow me on my Instagram, Actor Noel G. I got a. Put that in there. Follow, yeah, follow everything. This well, podcast. Here's the thing. Yeah, let's let's help each other. Here. And continue to follow all the subtitles yeah, listen, that you're about to read right we're here. We're on every platform out there that we know. I mean, so follow us, like Which us, is do whatever. One, right? Yeah. And, no, I'm and, kidding. And, I'm well, kidding. Gotta get crushed. It started so well. It's a joke. It's a joke. Go for three. Jesus oh, for Christ. Three. At this point, joke. I'm gonna say, and I meant that in the best way. We're gonna give him his moment. Oh, cool. Thank you. By the way, I'm two and one. Oh no. Yes. And that is where we wrap up. Fuck you, Friday. Another episode. Thank you, baby. We love you.